You're listening to the Undressing Room Podcast, brought to you by Macy's. I'm so excited, Claudia. It's going down. It's going down this week. My girl, Claudia (laughs) Jordan, you already know what it is. I'm L'Oreal, and we're going to be talking about Black History Month, because we just wrapped that up, right? Every month is Black History Month, if you ask me. But we want to make sure that we highlight someone in particular. And that is going to be Tyler Perry. Now, he has had some great accomplishments, but he's also topped a list. We're only, he was the only Black person on this list. And uh, we got to talk about that also. Is it getting old, these people bringing up Chris Brown's past? a lot of us out there that are great fans of Chris Brown. We want to just let his past be in the past, but after Chloe Bailey the other day, she announced that she had a new single coming out with him. It went bananas on the internet and everybody was bringing up his domestic violent past. Now, should we still be punishing Chris Brown after all these years for what he did at 19 years old? Mm, We're going to discuss that. Also, why don't black celebrities wear more black designers? Like we're also pro-black, mm-hmm. especially during Black History Month. Right. Whenever there's a cause, we always black out our page and we put the fists up and we have all the hashtags in the world. When it comes to actually putting our money where our mouth is, and I think we talk a lot, but as far as backing that action up, I can't even really name three black designers that's really out there mainstream like that. Oh and that's God. our fault. Yes, you're absolutely right. Can you name them? Like, can you? We're gonna get more into okay. that later on the show. Okay. We definitely need to get into that. Speaking of getting more into that, you always talk about what's going down in your DMs, and they are very, very colorful. Well, L'Oreal, <laughs> you'll be happy to know what? I brought one in today. Finally. So gonna... <laughs> I can't Girl, wait. They talk about some things, and they're too licking some things. I'm oh, like, wait, what? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> we know we still gotta be a little bit clean because this is Macy's. And uh, they don't play that over here. Now, (laughs) you can own your beauty and own your style. And since signing the 15% pledge in 2020, Macy's has increased the number of Black-owned brands they carry eightfold. So we are supporting these Black brands. We just need y'all to get out and buy them now. During Black History Month and all year long, because every day is Black History Month, they've been continuing their support for Black creators, change makers, and causes. Now, you can join Macy's and celebrate in Black history and Black brilliance by shopping Black-owned brands. And you can help fund scholarships for students at historically Black colleges, universities, all that good stuff by donating and rounding up in-store for UNCF. So you can learn more at Macy's.com forward slash purpose. That's Macy's.com forward slash purpose. And I keep saying that Black History Month is over because I'm already rushing us into March. I don't know why I keep doing that, but it still is. February. It still is Black History Month. It feels like March already to me for some reason, but I'm going to march into Macy's and make sure I go support some of these Black creators and Black designers. Right, Claudia? You as well. I, I love Mesa Macy's. I already told you my story about how I fell in love with Macy's when I was just a little girl and I saw the What's Love got to do with the video with Tina Turner made me go right into Macy's and get me a full leather skirt and I loved it. I my mother was right. mad, but I was happy. I know, that's right. And I love how they incorporate all our people and they stand up for us during Black History Month and make sure that they highlight those Black creators. And we are going to talk about that a little bit later on in the show. But first, Speaking of Black History Month, these are our heroes in Black History Month. They're still making history to this day. We make history very often. How amazing are we as Black people? We have no choice because we have to usually be twice as good to get half the accolades and half the money. So it's in our DNA that we have to work hard. That's right. We have to. That's right. And we mm-hmm. always over deliver. We always show out. And then we always get copied. And that's okay. So this time I want to copy this man. And that's Tyler Perry. Okay. So we're mm-hmm. highlighting him to first and foremost being in the top five of Forbes highest paid entertainers of 2022. The only black person to hit this list. Can you believe that? You know, I thought there was more of us than that. But, you know, I got to give a shout out to Tyler Perry because anyone that's ever worked with them, 
they will say he you you will work hard you will have long days you will cram an entire season until a couple of weeks but he's very generous with his talent mm. he's very generous with strangers he's paying taxes of st complete strangers like this man gives back so can nobody slander Tyler Perry around me? I'm just saying. So he did. He gave almost a million dollars to an old folks home that's near the location of where his studio is. Now, um, this is all because their taxes went up and they weren't going to be able to afford to remain there. They were looking for a new home. And he said, you know what? I know that the taxes are going up because I moved here. That's why the taxes mm -hmm. went up. So it's only right that I help y'all out. And you guys are going to be donated this money so you can stay here. And even though some people were looking like, well, shoot, the price wouldn't have went up and they would have been good if he didn't move there. He also changed that whole neighborhood around. He allows people to use the studios, different different sectors, and he gives back so much. And I personally never met Tyler Perry before, but I want to meet him, especially if he wants to donate a couple dollars to the L'Oreal Fund. He might hear this, L'Oreal. I talked about him um, when I interviewed Monique, and he heard it. And he reached out to all the people in Atlanta, Cynthia Bailey and really? Ryan Cameron. And he reached out to me, and he called me. And we had a forty-five minute long conversation, and like he liked some of my ideas. Like he he got his finger on the pulse. So Tyler Perry, if you listening right you now, you want to do a fun. Lorio got a fun. I got a you got a fun. You got a role for me. I I work for my will work for fun. <laughs> Okay, so I definitely I'm here in Atlanta. So don't you worry your little head. I can make myself to work. Okay, I could go right after the station and um, and, and it'll be fine. And shout out my girl, Crystal. Maybe she could put in a good word for me. And then because I need yeah. some bags for my birthday and all that good stuff, too. I mean, you know, since he's giving back to the community, <laughs> are we, we are part of the community, right? We are a part of the community. And, you know, his shows are amazing. I know he writes most of them. You don't want to write all of them. I got hands. I can write. So we could do that. And, and since he's in the giving mood, because he's given to a lot of different people, you know, and... I do think that it's really dope. It's super dope that he's a good role model for mm -hmm. for the black community and has an amazing story. He went from damn near being homeless to now he's making $175 million just in 2022 alone. This is from his brain. This is from writing ideas down. This is from shows, talking to black women, talking to black men, black actors, black cast, black uh, crew. You know, he's employing so many people. And we want to say big shout out to him. He's also the only billionaire that is on that list as well. Well, Kanye tricked off his spot. So. Oh, my God. Because he def that's crazy how... Remember? How much Kanye has fallen off to the point where he's not even on this list. And we know how he was selling with, with Adidas. And they talked about that. We talked about black creators and designers. I spent a lot of money on Yeezy stuff. I don't know about yourself. I'm going to say this about Tyler Perry, too. He is, isn't he, L'Oreal, such a good example about, like, kind of blocking out the noise? Because there was a lot of criticism, like, if we're going to be real about it, right? When he first came out, there was a lot of people trying to say, oh, Tyler Perry, this. Like, they kind of looked down their noses at his programming or some of his plays. You know what I mean? But he clearly had a plan. He started with these plays and built it into a TV show. Then he has a whole empire. And he's credited with saving networks now. That's very you know I mean? true. Like, so, like, when people kind of come for you or come for me or come for anyone that's, like, kind of on their upward trajectory, it's important to block out the noise because the same people that were probably criticizing are probably lining up to work for the, for Tyler Perry now and singing his praises. Yeah, I mean, they, he did, like you said, at BET, one of the highest rated shows that they ever had with Sisters. And then... I do think a couple people had an issue where they felt like it was like the exploitation of black women because he was being Medea and they felt like it was a little like mocking your own people. And I could see why in the beginning you might have thought that because I do feel like he tuned it down a little bit. But if you ever been to like a Christian play, a church play where they kind of overly play up things, I feel like you would more so understand it because that's the world he comes from. But if you don't know that life and that I could see why you would think it was like a mockery or whatever the case, it took some getting used to. Yeah, and, and listen, I, I'm not going to say, like, everything was genius from the beginning, but he did have a plan. And, you know, we can be critical of someone's material, but also keep the same energy for these white networks, right? Yeah. Like, keep the same energy because there's plenty of those corporations and entities 
that are definitely making lots of money off of black exploitation. And we've been a part of that. You know what I mean? I've been a part of that for sure. Well, but I think we're a little bit more harsh sometimes when it comes to our own, when we, when we judge. No, that's very true. But you know, um, he might've brought in 175 million and then he donated like that little under a million to, to that uh, old folks home. But then he also donated $2.75 million to provide financial support to other homeowners as well. So it's not just the old folks home. He had given other like people in that area because that was just you know uh they these people have been living there for years when he decided to come and build his studio and the property value and everything of course everybody wants to be close by tyler perry's studios so it was gonna mm -hmm. affect the whole neighborhood and that's the gift and the curse he's coming in to make these neighborhoods better but that's what sucks because you're kind of pushing people out because now they can't afford to even stay where they were so most people would have just been like so what you know, like mm -hmm. get them to move out and then I'll have richer celebrities living next door to my studio. But that's not what he did. And that shows his character that like aside from anything else that he does, that's the most important. Like these people, they make money and they'll give it back as a write off just to, to write something off. But this shows that you actually care, you know, and um, for the next 20 years the 100 low-income older residents in Atlanta will be covered for any increase of taxes. And this is all because Tyler Perry. That's a big commitment. 20 years. 20 years. And, and, that's, and that's actually, like you said, L'Oreal, people will write a check and get a tax write-off and get like some good PR and they get their money's worth, right? But this is actually real dollars that are, that are doing real things. Like you can see how that's going to affect the average person's like, you know, day to day. Yeah, 300 remember, people to be exact. He's helping 300 crazy. people that live in that area. But then again, like I said, these people have been there way before Tyler Perry decided to build a studio there. And uh, there's another area in Atlanta where they're building up a film studio and it's not a high earning area. And it scares me because I know that that's going to happen again. And I can't assume that Netflix is going to just decide to do that or Hulu or whoever that is building the studio because they're not saying who. But like, I know that area and I just feel bad because I know that the residents around are not going to be able to probably afford that. So we need to highlight that. Yeah. That you like, you know, you have this very, I mean, we're just now getting into the later, the latter generations of us black people that are able to have disposable income to buy homes, right? Like it's getting more and more common, but like, those of us that have had people to be able to pass stuff on, imagine losing your real estate because you can't afford the taxes because some entity came into your neighborhood, raised the property value. That's how they, that's how they that's gentrify they areas. Yeah, exactly. That's what they you do know? to us. And I could have sworn there was some kind of laws they were trying to fight against that. But, you know, money makes the world go around, right? Other black... Uh, history this month, Rihanna. She covered the British Vogue, we know, with ASAP Rocky. But she was under a lot of backlash for calling her baby fine. Much ado about nothing. It's not like she said he's sexy and uh, whatever. She didn't say anything perverted. And she's also from the Caribbean. It's, it's like a common thing to say fine. I saw you know nothing I mean? wrong with it. I feel like people are always dragging and reaching for anything to say about anyone. What you think about fake outrage? I, do, you think people just mostly home more in the house? They need to get outside because everyone's like focused on social media, right? So every little thing, people want a reaction. Oh, she said this. He said that. L'Oreal said this. Claudia said that. Can you believe it? I would never. But then they would in their real well, life. But they said worse. worse. They've said worse. And literally will get called out for it and then be sitting there looking crazy. Like the, the woman who was talking about Beyonce, the pastor. And it's like, mm -hmm. girl, you're saying that she's a demonic this and you, you have all this stuff to say about her. But two years ago, you was like, on my way to the Beyonce concert, about to put my freakum dress on. <laughs> and then it's like, wait. Talking about single ladies doing this. Like, girl, bye. Like, you just, it was all good when you were saying it. So I am sick of the fake outrage. Like, I really don't care who's mad at anything. And that's why I say anything I want. Uh, also, Raz B, keeping it on Black History. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> From B2K, him and Ray J, they got into a scuffle over a business disagreement. But I feel like this is all just a play because they have these celebrity boxing matches. And you know that he's really good friends with Floyd Mayweather. Ray J, remember he was singing in his living room. And... Uh, <laughs> Well, until Ray J didn't, then they have a split. They did, but then I thought they got back together again. 
Did they? I didn't know that because I know Ray J took his girl. Now he's married to Princess. Yeah, but that, that's love, okay. Well, everybody's Floyd's girl. Come on, you can't claim every girl in the world. <laughs> have, have you been as Floyd around? Not me, you? but one of my homegirls. I actually have her on my other podcast next week, and she tells in detail like some stuff about Floyd. Not too much because she still like you know rocks with him. But yeah, we'll definitely talk about that as soon as it drops. How about I bring a clip over here and we'll talk more about Floyd? Yeah, he's very generous. The best position to be is the friend of a girl he's trying to holler at because you'd be on private I jets heard. going on stuff. I heard. I, she called his life Floyd. Sims. She said he moves people in and out like Sims and builds like, these worlds. You know, the Sims character. So he'll just be like, we're all going to this place. And then you build a world around it. So you take people oh, out or whatever the case. So she said that's how like. But I also heard he's a repo man, a.k.a. takes things back after he. Not from her. She didn't tell me that. A girl that went bad. So a situation hey, he had that went bad. Hey, Floyd, if you want some um, a vintage girl as your homegirl, I'll help manage the girls. Like, I, you know, I'll just be there. Yeah, he's cool, too. <laughs> Shout out to Jason Lee. That's how I met Floyd. But um, yeah, nice. so yeah, they got into this thing. And then um, I seen that Floyd Mayweather is fighting on Zeus Network. Yo, that is a major look for Zeus. I heard Snoop Dogg is interested in doing a show with Zeus. He put it on social media. And then getting Floyd Mayweather. And then there's the undercar with the bad, you know. Yeah, the with Tommy, girls, who I love. Funny. I love Tommy and Natalie Nunn. I hope she knocks her out. I think Tommy is, Tommy's younger and more fit, more in shape. And so she I likes think the fight. I like Tommy too. Tommy bought that life. Yeah, Tommy, Tommy. I love Tommy. Something about Tommy. Like, Tommy's like my Instagram friend. Like, me and her talk on DM and stuff <laughs> like that. I really like Tommy, though. I don't know. I hope she beats she the brakes off of Natalie. Go, Tommy, for Black History I'm, Month. Beat Natalie. I'm never going <laughs> to. I'm never going to be in an argument with no Tommy. Okay, what about Raspberry? What about Raspberry and uh, Ray J? Who you got your money on? I'm going with Raspberry. And this is why. Ray J has been richer, like real rich for a long time. So I feel like, you know, when you get rich, like you start getting manicures and pedicures, you ain't as rough around the edges. Rasby has more struggle <laughs> with his life. And I think he has more to prove. And also he's thicker. Yes. But Ray J, you know, I always think back to <laughs> what he tried. It. I always he think tried. back to Ray J when he was talking crazy to Fab, and like for you to be no. when he was like, he told me not to touch him, and I touched him. Like that whole scenario just makes me think, leave Ray J alone. <laughs> like whatever, whatever you no. do, don't fight Ray J. So if you're gonna put your money on Raz B, I'm gonna put my money on Ray J. You're on Ray J. Okay, you're going to go Ray J. Okay, what about what round? I think it's going to go all the way to the end. It has to because it wouldn't be entertaining if not. Like, I can see Ray J swinging into a circle and missing and, like, swinging. You know, like, when somebody swings and they go in a circle? <laughs> like yeah. a cartoon. Who do you think has, um, okay, recently we saw Blueface and Krishan in the gym. And who do you think is physically stronger, Ray J or Raz B? Ray J or Raz B? Physic nah, Raz B. He just looked like a muscle head type dude. And then he seemed like he don't got nothing to lose. Like, Ray J still at least has a family. <laughs> so oh, my God. What? Oh my it's God. getting worse. I'm trying not to say nothing oh bad. And I just keep saying worse. Raz B, I love you. I know you've had the whole lot. And, the, and here we are during Black History Month. <laughs> All right, well, on a, you know, on a positive note, we're going to end the Black History Month talk off on a great thank note, you. okay? NBA All-Star Weekend was this past weekend in the whitest place, and that's Salt Lake City. <laughs> so they had the Afro beat halftime, but the white boy won the damn slam dunk contest. I thought white men can't jump. What happened? I guess they can nowadays. Did you watch it all? I didn't. I'm not going to even hold you. I didn't watch none of it. <laughs> What what's social media saying about? Are they happy with the white boy? Were they okay with it? Did he did he deserve it? Do you think? Um, I mean, people just is like, how y'all gonna let the white boy win in Black History Month? You know, a slam dunk contest at that. But everybody looked excited when he, you know, did what he did. I seen the clips. I saw people talking about the Afro beat, and Tim's was pregnant too. I believe. I think Tim's is pregnant as well. And some people were so. saying she, her performance wasn't that good, but I don't care. I love Tim. She could have went out there and hummed. And I would have been out there. I probably would have been singing louder than her anyway. That's really all I heard about All-Star. And I actually never been to an All-Star weekend. I've been to a Super Bowl weekend before, but I've never been to an All-Star weekend because they say that if your girl 
is at All-Star Weekend, you got to break up with her. So I ain't never, that was too close to Valentine's Day, so I ain't never want to play my cards and had nobody oh thinking my. I was being a thought. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I went to a couple of them, and I'll have to tell you one story about when it was in Philadelphia many years ago and who was out. So you were, being, were you being a thought? I wasn't being a thought, but I was being heavily pursued by one of your faves. See, but this is why thought. they say that's a thought thing to go to is because you're going to run into these players and you're going to run into these artists and they're saying that why are you out there if you're not looking for that okay i'm gonna jump in on this men are bigger groupies than women are these days it's a proven fact so why can men go i like sporting events i love athletics i went to the olympics in greece i went to all-star with the super bowl so my patriots went a couple times I like going to sporting events and I think it's fun. So when we go, we, we call thoughts and we have ulterior motives. I like to just go and hang out and have fun and go to the parties. But when all these brothers, these guys go that be chasing after these celebrities with their nose way more open than ours, fighting to get a position on the couch, no one says nothing, nothing about them. They don't call them thoughts. They are the biggest, I think men are the biggest thoughts in the world. And you know what? They give it up. You're everybody. absolutely right. And what's crazy about them, Claudia, they're not even just trying to get to the women. They're trying to get to the men. They'll push a woman out of the way to get to the man and all drink out of one bottle, ain't putting out I've one dollar towards the bottle. So I, I've been the push. I've been the same. <laughs> and they push you out the way. You thinking it's a girl and it's a dude trying to get close to the guy in the spotlight. And telling you to move. Tuh. So I resent them calling the women thoughts. The men are the biggest thoughts out there. Well, some people are calling Chris Brown a lot of names. Now, oh. Chloe Bailey, she received a lot of backlash and this is all because she collaborated with Chris Brown. They ain't even hear the record yet. The song didn't come out. Big shout out to Hitmaker. He actually produced it. I spoke to him about the record. And it's going to be a banger. It's going to be a banger, guaranteed. And some people, they don't care. So she's getting this backlash. And they're saying that, the, so the name of the single is going to be How Does It Feel? So it's coming out the 24th. One person in particular that had a little issue with him, which is, I don't even know why this girl opens her mouth half the damn time, because every time she does, she gets dragged to filth. And that's to filth. <laughs> and that's Miss <laughs> Keely Promises Promises, 3LW member, right. you know. She said, he's so genius, so captivating. Let him come out with his own record that makes us all forget he beats women. He can't, so he won't. So what does he do? He slowly creeps back into the mainstream by getting small nods for features on black women's merit. Black women who are more. And then she just kept going on and on and on. And he clapped back mm -hmm. at her and he said, I'm getting sick and tired of your broken promises, promises. <laughs> no. <laughs> he cleared. Yeah. So he said she's at a point in her life where she's either broke or broken. And he said, you're speaking negatively on me. Makes you look lame. Your life and career must suck. Minding your business would have been best, but I guess you don't have a business or a job. So uh, I feel more embarrassed for you than your actual maturity. So they went back and forth for quite some time. Now, the whole moral of this story is you had other people coming in, jumping in like, well, he doesn't like dark skinned women in a section. He beat up Karuchi and they're adding all kind of funk to it. And um, a lot of the things that people are saying are not true. He, mm -hmm. the, one of the women that did come out and say that they weren't welcome in the club, she made it clear that Chris Brown had no choice on who the women were coming in the club. He was inside the club. You couldn't even get in. It was the promoter. It was the promoter. Was promoter. How are you going to be mad at the mm -hmm. doorman for the main right. person who's hosting you not getting into their event? That sounds like somebody from outside of the club is mad at Claudia, but who's in the club at her section because they can't get in the club. Does that make sense? I get blamed for stuff I didn't do all the time. Um, you, you know, I feel like it's a delicate situation because, yes, there are a lot of entertainers and we cannot ignore the fact there are a lot of entertainers that have made it very clear that they don't like dark skinned women in their videos and their sections in the club. That is definitely a fact. Right. We cannot discount the feelings of, of black women Never. that feel that way. But we also cannot, every single time something goes wrong for you, blame it on colorism and say, it's because I'm dark skin. Because I feel like, let's call it out when it really is there, not because sometimes you might have an argument with someone and you don't rock with them or you think they're unattractive. And that's not because they're dark skin, it's because you don't like them. Just like not all light-skinned people are good looking. Like that is a myth and we got to get away from all that nonsense. I've been accused of it many, many, many times myself. I had comments taken out of context and just, and I've apologized for feelings that I've hurt. 
you know, I just take responsibility for it, but we can't just keep on piling on because you hear the headline. You don't bother to look at the story that it was actually the promoter. Now, I don't know what his history is when it comes in real life with dark skin, light skin. I don't know if he really is one. Do you think he is a colorist? No, I don't think he's a colorist. I think anybody is entitled to have a preference on what they like. I don't think you should be forced to like, uh, as far as like when it comes to your sexual preference and who you choose to deal with in a relationship. I don't think I should force myself to like any kind of complexion, color, race, or anything because other people think that I should like it. I've been around Chris Brown quite a few times and there was all shades of women around and I don't know him. He doesn't know me. Just the other day, I walked into the section. I understand I'm white skinned, but like I'm just a girl that walks in a section. He don't really know me like that. We like you get what I'm saying. He doesn't do radio interviews. He it's, it's numerous reasons why he wouldn't know me. But he spoke very nice man, like no issues. No, I told him, you know, I respected his music. I thought he was dope. And that was it. He didn't kick anyone out the section. He didn't tell. And I wasn't even technically really supposed to be in that area. But I was with Jason and Floyd and all them. So I was cool. But he didn't know that. Like he just I was just there. He didn't say for nobody to get out the section. My homegirl was with me. She's brown skin. She was standing right there. Everything was cool. Ain't nobody. So I'm, and that could be one instance. I'm not saying that it's never happened, but the woman even came out and said, we never met Chris Brown. And we never said that he was a colorist. We said F Chris Brown because we couldn't get in the party, but it wasn't him specifically that said, oh, no dark skinned girls, no black girls. This was the promoter. She made it clear. She came out. She said it. So if the woman who y'all are running with the story and Karuchi, I never heard Karuchi say that he beat her up. Did you hear that? No, but I know she had a restraining order, though. I he was stalking her. And I'm not saying yeah, that that's I, okay. Right. I, I think there was some issues there. Like, I, I can't just, like, write that off for him. I, I go back and forth with this because, like, on some people, when they commit a crime, right, against, you know, our sisters or whatever, they're dead forever to us. Like, we're done with them. And then others, we kind of pick and choose. So I, I just want it to be equal energy. You know what I mean? And, and some people get away with so many things and we just keep giving them passes. So I feel like we got to find, we, we got to figure out like what really offends us. Is it really the action or is it the person? It's the person. Because depending on, it's the person. we got people that have committed murders, rapes that we know of that people still rock with. And then we have other people that have done other things that we like, no, they're, they're canceled forever. I mean, so, I, I don't, I'm not, so I'm not many cool people that. though, let's think about it. And he did bring this up. And this was the Krishan Rock and the Blueface, how people still tune into their show. People still watch them. There's no cancellation going on there. You have uh, even Carl Malone. I don't know if you've seen that story. Oh, my mm -hmm. God. You're being honored. You're a part of the slam dunk contest. No, you're not canceled. It's numerous people. Dana White, who just smacked his wife in the face. He's not canceled. And this is a grown man that has done this. And I'm not supporting or backing up domestic violence. I was in an abusive relationship. And guess what? I forgave that man and continued to speak to him. And how can I say, let's cancel Chris Brown forever? And I forgave someone. It's different levels to certain things as well. Sometimes when you're young, you do make mistakes. I've done some things when I was young that I am embarrassed by. You know, and I'm pretty sure Chris Brown feels the same way. He's been with many different women. I know his baby mom gave him a lot of different issues in the beginning. Never heard any domestic situation with them. He has three other baby moms now, right? Two. How does it go? We haven't heard anything. I do feel like he had issues dealing with success as a young boy and he had no one and he just lived. Just like we see that with Kodak Black and he goes to jail numerous times. You have this success that you can't handle, but you don't have a mentor or somebody to kind of just guide you. And we just expect because they're millionaires for them to to be grown and grow up again. It's not okay what he did to Rihanna, but Rihanna has forgiven him. She has worked with him. She has moved on. Why do we continue to punish Chris Brown when all these white men that have done stuff, they Ben Robinsberger, whatever, rape Ben Robinsberger is one who's always at the top of my list because not only did we sweep that under the rug, it was multiple women that have accused him of allegedly raping them. I have to say that and be careful, right? Because he's never been brought to justice and has been convicted. So I have to say that. But in the city of, in Pittsburgh, those streets been whispering about that for a long time. I knew friend, people that were friends with a cop hey, that told me that. Dr. Allegedly, Dre, okay? D Barnes, Michelle A. Like we yeah. just named 
a damn award after him on the Grammys. The Dr. Dre World Change Award. And he done beat the crap out of how many women. And y'all talking about he's the greatest. Let's play. Let's put beats in our ear and let him perform at the Super Bowl. But Chris Brown can't put a song out. Again, I'm very, very, very torn on this issue because like, you know, just because a guy beats a girl over here or two. And I think we got to be careful to not just throw Karuchi's experience under the like. like we don't I think know. I think that's here. why. We don't know, right? But she definitely said that there was something there and then she got a restraining order, right? Like, I feel like people go, well, he never hurt me or my friend dated him and he didn't hurt her. That doesn't mean nothing because I've had men that put their hands on me that never touched anybody else before. But like, but I think the point of this, the bigger picture and what you're, to speak to your point is, we pick and choose. Well, we like this one's beats or this one's business, so we're not going to be as mad. We're we're not more outraged at this person. And I don't think that's fair at all. And I think once the woman, the victim in the case if she has forgiven the person, I think that should give us license to move forward. If she hasn't and it's like unresolved, then maybe we should probably chill. Yeah. But like in this case with Rihanna and Chris Brown, she clearly has forgiven him. You right. Him. So they've become friends. And they've was, moved on. And how, and how long do we pay for our sins? Uh, I do want to know about that. And it, does it depend on the sin? Because we do have murderers out here and rapists and child molesters that people be like, yeah, but and make excuses for like. I mean, Nicki Minaj's uh, husband is accused of rape. Uh, It's so many people that I can name that it's like they get a lot of scrutiny. He gets a lot of scrutiny. But then there's other people like Mike Tyson, who has been accused of rape. Kobe Bryant, who people love and, and, you know, God rest the dead. But like they put him on a pedestal and they act like that never happened. But he paid for that. And Mike Tyson wasn't just accused. He actually raped her and she was my best friend in high school. He actually went to prison for three years. And you know what he did? Denied it when he got out. They put him in a couple movies and, and people laughed. And we forgot that this man raped an 18-year-old girl. And and we forget because, oh, that's my guy. But if it was your daughter, your sister, or you, it's going to hit you differently. But we pick and choose and look how these people are celebrated. Women cannot get away with this stuff. Chrisette Michelle performed one time during the inauguration of Donald Trump, got a bag. And people have not forgiven this woman for that. That's true. And then they wrapped their arms around Kanye. And Kanye was just like, yeah, well, his mother died. We make all kinds of Oh, man, Kodak called Donald Trump his uncle. Um, uh, Kanye wore a MAGA hat. And I'm guilty of this stuff, too, because, like, I cancel certain people in my mind, but then rock with certain people who don't who've done things that I don't agree with. So and then we'll be like, don't separate the person from the art or separate the person from the art. But I'm not I'm not listening to R. Kelly. Like, I'm not like there's certain things that really I just but I listen to you are not alone. And he wrote that. (laughs) So like you get what I'm it's just hard. But I don't know. For some reason, I feel like. And this is just my personal opinion, and I feel like it should go according to your opinion. I feel like Chris Brown mm-hmm. has paid for what he's done. Like, I feel like he's evolved as a man. I haven't heard stories. Even think about when the girl said he raped her and he stayed quiet. He was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to stay quiet. And what happened? Mm-hmm. The truth came out. The girl was begging Not him, him, stalking him. And that's why, mm-hmm. like, you got to be careful because it's two sides to a story, child. Three, because it's the truth. Right. So it's, it just all depends on who's saddest or who's this, who's that. But I do look at Chris Brown like he was a young boy and it, mm-hmm. and and you make mistakes as a young and, and 19 to me is still young. Some people feel like even with Karuchi, he was still fairly young and fresh out of the Rihanna relationship and no excuses. You shouldn't be putting your hands on a female at all. Mm-hmm. But if you. Like you said, you can't make no mistakes in this life. I've made plenty. Same. And and I think I think for me, and I, I think it should be more of a personal decision, right? Like what hits different with you because of the things in your life that you, you've experienced. And I think we need to get out of this like mob mentality where we all jump on because it's a popular thing to do. Yes. If you feel a way about him, then you don't support his music. But don't try to force everybody else to not do to, to, to do the same thing. And I think the best way to get someone off the hook or to get off the hook is change behavior. Okay, you did this twice in your life we, that we know of. There were some issues, right? And then if we haven't heard any incidents in 10 years, nine years, eight years, I think even with credit, with bad credit and pay, not paying debts, it falls off yeah. the four at the seven. I feel like unless it's rape, I think rape, I'm never forgiven rapist. No. 
I'm never forgiving murderers and I'm never forgiving child molesters. Mm-hmm. But exactly. things and passion in the moment where you get upset, you like uh, uh, an assault. We've all, listen, I've assaulted, I've, I've, I've hit someone before in emotions. We, we, we probably both have, yeah. right? In a moment of passion, do I need to pay for the rest of my life for that or for me making an off color joke that was bad 15 years ago? Do I, am I, am I judged for that for the rest of my life? But those three things, rape, murder, child molestation, I'm with you on the child molestation and the rape. I don't know about if I'm with you on the murder. Only because, like, there's... If your life is in danger, if your people's sure, life was sure. in danger, if you, you kill someone by mistake, that happens too. Like, people will drive, and maybe the other person wasn't... They not speeding, but something has One time, um, they didn't see the guy in the dark. He walked across the street when he wasn't supposed to, ran him over. Like, there's... You know, I get what you're saying, though. Like... Yeah, I mean, like premeditated. Yeah. I'm gonna go kill this person and murder them not, without like retribution. Not like you, you rape my, you, you, you hurt my yeah. child. I'm getting you back. Like unprovoked. You know what I mean? Like that's what I mean. Let's move on from something whack to something fly. New York Fashion Week definitely is a vibe every single time. We gotta get into this because we're not really seeing a lot of black celebrities embracing and wearing and promoting black designers. You know, on the red carpet, you hear so many black celebrities talk about the designers mm-hmm. they wear. Whether it's you know Alexander McQueen, Vera Wang, or whatever, but you never hear a lot of mention of black designers that are entering the luxury brands, uh, you know, space. Why are black designers being highlighted by our own? What do you think about that, Loria? Well, I would say that it's. I'm not going to blame us for that. I'm going to blame the fashion industry for that, and that's because we create the trends, we create the fashion, and they take from us, and then they go and put a white head of director and that's why I do want to shout out to Louis Vuitton who is doing something different you know they have Virgil that's the first black man to Mm -hmm. be the creative director on such a high luxury brand the first the first okay and now they just named Pharrell as his successor you know so Mm -hmm. I want to shout out to them for always following the the culture and knowing what's cool and and who needs to be a part of the conversation. But I do, there's a lot of black brands that I personally rock with. And I do want to shout out the people that actually had some dope stuff. Big shout out to Laquan Smith, who had Mm. a really dope event for fashion week. Um, I always want to shout out Fenty because some people forget that that is still a fashion brand and it is under the Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy sector. Big shout out to them. Like I said, Louis Vuitton is going to be who I give my flowers to of people that are allowing black people into. And I'm saying allowing because, yes, there's big gatekeepers and they are purposely keeping us out. Big shout out to Ducky Confetti. He's on the come up. He's been in working with everybody from Beyonce to Mary J. Blige. Big shout out to Godspeed out of New York. They work with everybody from Steph Curry to LeBron, the locks, fabulous. Like they dress a lot of people, you know, Dapper Dan, who is a state. Like I want to make sure that instead of us looking like, why don't we? We do. We do. It's that they need to stop putting that gate up for us to be separate or that we're not luxury or that we're not. Telfair is still not considered a luxury brand because of the price point. And it's a black owned company. That's a bag, luxury bag company. I also think that um, to do a, go even a little deeper with it, right? When I say some of it is us, when I say us, we have been disrespected by a lot of these high-end fashion houses like a few years ago remember they was doing all that kind of stuff like blackface and caricatures and the big lips and really clowning that was gucci right and we, right and we continue to be you go to gucci any gucci store in any mall is off it's filled with all black people we support some gucci we do. and like we need to start we have two trillion dollars of buying power the black community and we sometimes still validate these companies that play in our faces and i think some of us i think we're starting to get out of this this darkness and, and see the light, you know, really value white brands and white validation over black brands. We think it's a better situation. It's a smaller status thing. I got this Gucci. I got this Balenciaga. I got this. I got that. We rarely say, I got this Fenty, where we should be saying that. But we stopped because, like with said, Balenciaga. Think about it. We stopped with we Adidas stopped. because of Yeezy. And look, they're suffering mm-hmm. right now. Gap. They're suffering. So we do understand our power and we are stopping. It's the thing that we got to stick with it. 
We are good for a couple of weeks of average. <laughs> we are. We good, right? We oh no, we ain't doing that. And then slowly but surely, someone will step out there and be head to toe in the Gucci or whatever. And I, I, I do like that we are starting to go in that direction more. Shout out to my girl, Tony Grant. She has the VJ label down here in Dallas. Black designer, makes everything in America, in Texas, local. This is what I'm saying. We got to, look, I have my whole outfit today is Godspeed. Like I literally, if we talking about support, like that's something. And we got to remember, like, don't think because you know them or because they're black that they supposed to give it to you for free or on a discount. That's another thing Mm -hmm. that really bothers me because people know, like I'm tapped in with the brand and then they're like, well, could you get me a free hat? And could you get me? I'm like, well, did Gucci send you a free hat? This is actually better quality. Like at a point you get, them they start looking like oh well we could just give them anything they're just gonna buy it like for instance i see chanel price point getting higher and higher but the quality is not getting better and better it's giving its price point to hermes prices but then the bag will turn discoloration or i've only had it for a year and it's not it's not holding up like I thought. This ain't no a seven thousand dollar bag. But then with our people, right. we don't want to pay four hundred dollars. I'm like, oh, that's too much. I don't have four hundred dollars. And you like, but you just spent three thousand dollars at a place that put blackface on the back of your shirt. And that's the mentality that we got to get out of. We have still have a we still have a ways to go. We're still a little bit sick when it comes to that validation where we think their brands are better and it makes us better than the next person. And we got to get out of that. We have got to snap out of that and realize that we are just as good. We're not saying we better, but we just as right. good. And um, we deserve to be at the table. But we, yeah, we, we need to kick more doors down. That's why Fashion Week, when I did see um, uh, you had Little Baby, Kodak Black was walking. You had Pusha T, Pharrell, Travis Scott. Like, I love to see us in these shows because they definitely try to make sure we're not there. Like, we're not present and it's sick because you, you'll put the do-rag on your head and sell that for $600 and be like, yeah, we just discovered that we were sitting in the in the room and we thought what would be cool a something to wrap around the head. Oh, y'all call it a do-rag now? We've never seen y'all wear it before. And it's like... Right. <laughs> like when the Kardashians started wearing braids, they act like they invented and yes. Derek. Like they, they, they started the braids. Started you a- know, I'm going to put this out there, L'Oreal. Uh, forgive me for speaking for you, but I'm going to go ahead and offer up the ladies of the Undressed Room podcast right here, L'Oreal and my myself for the next fashion week we are available to walk in the shows in september with all our greatness and black curvaceousness we are down to be there so let's see what black fashion houses reach out we are offering our services to be part of your event yes and there's so many there's so many dope new up-and-coming ones that i i know i didn't name but that's because i probably don't know y'all personally reach out like I love the like shout out to my girl Mer Swag. I love like even like the boutiques and stuff like that. Like when whenever y'all come through, support y'all black creators, support the black designers, y'all, and make sure that this conversation changes so that next year we could be like, yo, there's three creative directors that are black. And, st- you know, shout out Misa. There's so many people that have changed the culture of dressing and we need to give them their flowers while they're here and they need their positions now. And it's crazy because I even gotten a little tit back and forth back with my, my boy or whatever about the Pharrell being the fashion director. Because I'm like, Dan, you know, I love that Pharrell is black and y'all recognize that he is a leader in fashion but i would have liked it to be like a new up-and-coming black dude like a, a or a black woman like you know i feel like we also keep recycling the same you know people but it's like give the give the young fresh people a chance as well like you know virgil i get that y'all was on his hip just because kanye plugging but you see that he made great things and there's so many talented people out there just do your googles do your research you don't have to just reach for the 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 person that's right there the low-hanging fruit or the person that you just because you got them in in your phone how about the innovators and the creators that are actually doing stuff and I would like to also challenge people to like not wait till they get hot with everybody else wants them. Like even the friends of yours that you know that have little fashion boutiques that are just like getting stuff and, and putting labels on it and starting at the beginning of their fashion experience. I'm gonna shout out another sister in New York, Valencia Louise. Look up her up. She has some cute stuff online, yeah. and they eventually get to where they're designing their own pieces and they get in Fashion Week. Like I'm, I'm, you know, 
support them before they everybody else yeah, and stop them. stealing That's- stop stealing don't go and take their design and then try to sell it like that is so trash like i've seen that happen with a friend of mine like he created something and then another company that i was working with actually kind of took it from him and i like i don't want to get involved in the 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 who's and what's but it was very disheartening to me and it made me look at the company a little funny because i'm like damn i know that y'all wasn't doing that before y'all took that from that boy right. You know what I mean? That's so wack. Yeah, it is whack. Well, speak- that's why we got to support. Well, speaking of whack, I'm not going to be whack this week. I'm actually joining in. We're going to get into these DMs because you usually share your DMs and you get some DMs. You get, first of all, you don't just get DMs. You get full old school AOL email type they emails. Are. They be so crazy, <laughs> right? Like, I don't even know anymore. We do mine real yeah, quick because I want to go through mine so that we could get straight to yours. Okay, so um, <laughs> one is one is really short. And this one you can actually help them with too. So um, okay. this is not even a sexual one. This is not even a hit on one. It's an advice. And he said, hey, dear, I'm an aspiring actor. If you don't mind, what's three good advice you can give okay. me? Thank you kindly. Yeah. Three good advice. Okay. First off, you have to get proper grammar. That's one. Maybe he's foreign. Maybe they're foreign. Okay. Learn the language. That's two. No, I'm joking. (laughs) What would you give him? Because you've acted in a bunch of stuff. So what would be uh, three easy tips that you could give him? For acting? Really, confidence is number one. Because if you have confidence in what you're saying, it's going to sound believable. That's number one. Number two, dig a little deeper. Like, when you're reciting the lines, don't just recite the lines. It's not about memorizing the lines. It's like thinking, where would I be if I was saying this? Why would I put some meaning behind the words? And thirdly, take good acting pictures like get away from these instagram perfectly photoshop like a, a real acting picture is like who you really are with not a lot of makeup on so that's be like a blank canvas like kind of just be yeah. because i ain't act yeah. since school plays so i don't really think well I, I act like i like certain people to get through the day you probably have to do that a lot i mean i know i had to do that a lot once upon a time like almost every day i had to do that yeah yeah, I'm up there with you now. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> okay, now this one was really interesting, and I couldn't wait. This one I had to wait. I was like, we're going to put the, the little one and let you help them. This one is the one. Okay, so I saw you out this weekend. I had no clue who you were, and a friend of mine showed me your IG, so I started following you, and it was just wow. I would have approached you, but my friend told me that you have very, very strong views against dating white men. Any interest in maybe giving it a try? No. (laughs) (laughs) I am not a white guy girl. Like, one, I'm too light-skinned and I want my babies to have melanin right not that that always matters because you can my my home girl is dark skin beautiful dark skin and her baby is my complexion everybody says that she was my surrogate <laughs> so, and that's my goddaughter so it does you know so it doesn't matter what complexion you are, I get it but like my chances are finer if I have me somebody with a little melanin but no I just mm-hmm. I really am into my race my culture my people I really do believe that Black men are just beautiful, and I've never dated anything but a black man. I've never lusted for anything but a black man. I dated a white boy once in college. Did he? And I tried to try something. It was off a breakup from a brother that broke my heart. So let me try something different, right? And he was in New York, and you know he had a little bit of tan to him, whatever. I felt so weird walking by a group of black men. We went to a Knicks game, and he was holding my hand. I just let go of his hand. <laughs> I felt like they were looking at me like, oh, she don't like her own. It didn't mean I didn't like my own. I I do think there's two types of people that date interracially. There's people who just happen to fall in love with who they fall in love with. And I think that's beautiful. And no one should have anything negative to say about that. And I also think there's people that have self-hate, that I don't want nothing darker than this or whatever. And those are the people that we decide I, and those are the people that we need to cast away. The guy I was with, his friends were very judgmental because of my my ethnicity, my, my, my race. And they were like, does she have money? Where does her family come uh-uh. from? Is she using you? And I'm huh? like, why would you just assume that? Because you're yeah. black. See, this is why I don't yeah. do it. And um, he he uh, he ended up giving me a fake tennis bracelet. 
he had all his bread. He was a stockbroker, and then he gave me a fake tennis. He thought, oh, this little black girl ain't gonna know the difference. No, but I should have known better when he came with a cardboard box with a cotton at the bottom instead of a velvet case. No. But I was young. Oh, <laughs> dirty, grimy, low down. And I feel like I, I gotta always be myself. And one thing about me, I do want to stop the use of the N-word, but I'll say it here and there. You know what I mean? But I'll say mm-hmm. it in a in a like, yo, my I can't say that to right. my man. Nah. No, <laughs> like, I no, and, no. and like we I would be damned if I'm listening to a song and he slips up and says it in front of me, we're breaking up. You know, it, just it's, it's not I don't see it meshing well for me, who is a former rapper who sometimes still raps. It's just like I get Eve did it, but then she also left her whole career and life behind. So the best thing for you to do is leave me the hell alone, sir. But you're nice looking, though. Somebody will find love with you. Claudia, (laughs) speaking of finding love, they trying to find some love with you. And I've been pressing you for a DM. Can we have one? Okay, here's one. Do I say he was from or no? You don't have to. In Atlanta, single, clean. I really want to kiss your feet. You seem like an animal in bed. And so am I. Let me know, star. You taste like queen. Well, you know what? That one wasn't actually that bad. Really? Really, L'Oreal? Explain to me how this tell a stranger I've never met says he's in Atlanta. He's clean. That's he rare. That's very rare in Atlanta, <laughs> FYI. So that's like a big plus. <laughs> I guess I guess I got to count my blessings then, right? Oh, a, a man wants me in Atlanta. Um, he's bragging on how. No, wait, hold on, hold on, Claudia. You know that's a big accomplishment because most of the men in Atlanta want men. So the fact that he wants you—that's two pluses, clean and and like women. That's why I don't believe it. I call cap. I think he just wants a place to stay. (laughs) I done been used for a place to stay before. I know what that sounds like. They go extra hard. (laughs) They love bomb you. And then he wants to taste me and he says he assumes that I'm an animal in bed. Is that an insult? I thought that meant like, yeah, you know your way around the bed. <laughs> if you don't have a picture up when your page is private, you're hiding something. Yeah, a wife, Claudia, or a husband. Probably a husband. Or both. Atlanta, I lived there for a whole year. I didn't go on that one date with not one dude. You had an import, I right? No, no, no. Well, yeah, my, I have an import. But um, I did have one. And it's so, I told you, he bought, um, he, like somebody brought him a, Christmas gifts. So I used to call him my gay boyfriend because it was oh, his yeah, homeboy yeah. that brought it for him. So like, and then he was like a little zesty sometimes. Like when we would get in little arguments, he like would argue with me like a girl. So like, I, did he put his hand on his Yeah, hips? yeah. I don't think he really counted. And he dressed better than me. And you know, I could dress. So I don't, <laughs> <laughs> he must have been going to Macy's. Obviously, I didn't have Absolutely. my Macy's car wasn't up at that point. So I'm good now. Though I'm good. <laughs> he can't rock with. He can't mess with me now. I'm too fly. I did go on a date with someone that was imported, and we did go to Macy's, and he tried to get some really nice cologne, and his car got turned down. So then I had to come to the rescue and use my card. He tried to act like he was so rich. Macy's, you had everything that he wanted. He just couldn't afford it at the time. It wasn't your prices. It was the quality of men that I Claudia, chose. So, you got yeah. swindled into buying this man some cologne is what, what the hell happened. I, he went with a card that didn't work, and he knew that card didn't work. Okay? That wasn't even his card. That was just a card. You know when they send you the card in the mail, when they're like, you can activate this and get a loan for 40000 27 percent interest that's what, that's what he swiped that's the thing okay if you want to slide in my dms if you want to slide in claudia's dms you can find me at star and l'oreal s-t-a-r-r-i-n-g-l-o-r-e-l claudia how can they slide in your dm hit me at claudia jordan if you really want me to read it go put a comment on one of my last pictures and go yo i sent you a dm <laughs> and you should really see it and i'll go i'll go get it and i'll read it on this show i'm gonna put my clothes back on because we didn't adjust a little bit too much um, I'm going to put that cologne on that you bought for old boy so I can top my outfit off, okay? Because <laughs> you got... It was only $75, too. I mean, can... it was on sale clearly one day only at Macy's. And uh, <laughs> we're going to get out of here. Unjust the Room Podcast. Make sure y'all rate, review, subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And we're going to get out of here and see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Unjust Around Podcast. And be sure to check out all of our shows on the Urban One Podcast Network.